0: listeners it is so so awesome to be back with all of you beautiful people it's been kind of a long time and we're really excited to be getting back into the groove finally finally we had all of these holidays and now they're behind us and we're trudging forward into the new year i am almost not sick anymore (laughs) the children are asleep and we are ready to rock and roll are we not alan Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. We've been Baruch Hashem'd. We are ready. Let's dive into some good, juicy demonology discussions. And I have literally no idea what we're talking about today. So, Alan. Me neither. Let's... <laughs> this is going to be great. Welcome to Throwing Shade, everybody. <laughs> okay. So, um, yes. Give us, a, give us a, a a tip. What are we up to today? I, I know you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, um... <laughs> I said that because we had something in mind and then uh, we realized that we should probably take a tangent. Mm -hmm. When we talked about in the last episode before the break, we mentioned sort of offhandedly that, oh, we shouldn't have stray crumbs dirtying up our homes Mm. uh, on Tuesday nights and on Friday nights. Yeah. And um, especially and just kept talking. And maybe we should actually understand a little bit about why those particular nights before we continue in the uh, rest of that uh, vein about about shading and food and water. um, Yes.
0: I have a feeling this is one of those weirdly specific questions that's going to lead to a a, a great and illuminating story (laughs) about demons. Yes. But I made sure you
1: don't know the story yet.
0: No, I don't. But let's do it.
1: Right. Okay. Um, this is actually, so we're trying to do this in something of a logical order. Of course, the Gemara does not do it that way. It stays on topic. Um, uh,
0: Logic is relative, you know? <laughs>
1: right. Well, that's true. No, it's true. I, I believe that. But, um, uh, so this actually comes later in the Gemara in psalchim. This is a, a, about a daf or so later than the, uh, previous episode before the break that we talked about. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so a page or so later after the... After the stuff we were talking about a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Right.
1: Basically, the Gemara did what we did. It says, it says oh, don't do anything on, don't, don't, don't do this stuff on Tuesday and Friday nights and, and continue right. to talk for about a page. And yeah. then goes back and continues. Totally. Uh-huh. Totally. So, right.
0: It's one big conversation. We're all looping back in on ourselves.
1: Right. Cool. Um, there's, there's a Mishnah from Pirkei It says, Al-Tetze Yehidi balayla." So
0: a, 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 a Mishnah, so a, a, there's a saying from a, from a book called The Ethics of the Fathers, Pirkei Avot is one of the, it's like the greatest hits of, you know, rabbinic <laughs> aphorisms. Anyway, go ahead.
1: Sure. Um. Yeah. Uh. It's, so the Gemara is going to try and address this teaching, which says, uh, roughly translated into English, a uh, person should not go out alone at night.
0: hmm
1: Okay. Right. The um, Tanya because oh yeah because uh, there's a another teaching called the Baraysa, um, uh that a person shouldn't go out alone at night mm-hmm. not on the nights of the fourth day of the week and not on the nights of the seventh day of the week right which translates, to on our calendars to Tuesday nights and on Friday nights. Uh huh. Um right. Okay. Mipne, why? Igras Bas Mahlas. Uh he um there's, there's a shade. Her name is Igras or Agras. Um uh Bas Machlas, daughter of Mahlas. Oh, that's, that's a shade. We
0: got a lady shade making an appearance. Yes. Okay. Um, great. And getting us into trouble if we're walking around at night.
1: Well, he esrei mm. malache She and eighteen thousand of her closest <laughs> destructive angels. Uh huh. Yaitzin. Um, that's when they go out. Yeah. Each one of those has their own uh, free reign, essentially, to cause destruction. Wow. Um, and, and therefore, we, we can extrapolate from that, that when they're all out together on those nights, they're even more destructive. It's greater so than some of its parts. So this
0: is a whole, like, army of lady demons out causing trouble.
1: We don't know if all of the uh, 18,000 are ladies, so ah, as you say. Uh-huh. Just machlas. Agras bas machlas. Bas machlas. Right. Is sort of... Because uh, I'm picturing be
0: kind of demon equivalent of like a mean girls contingent and all of them in pink and like if going that's, out.
1: If that's, <laughs> so it's your boat. <laughs> whatever. Messing
0: with people's self-esteem. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, okay. Now here comes the story part. Okay. <laughs> all great. All right. Um, uh, the, it used to be that they were out doing this every night. Mm. Every day, mm-hmm. right? Zim one time, Paga Barabi Hanina Bendosa. They, they <gasps> ran into Rabbi Hanina Bendosa. Hanina
0: Bendosa. Yes. Who, is, who has a habit of like running into crazy fantastical creatures and having all kinds of adventures. He's basically like the Baron Munchausen of the Talmud.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of them, but yeah, he's he stands out for sure. Yeah. Um,
0: Super so, cool character.
1: Yeah. So, Agras Bas Machlas, she runs into Hanina Bendosa, uh-huh. Amrale, and she says to him, Kiran Alach Berkia, Hazhiru if they hadn't said up in, on the other side of the, of this reality, mm-hmm. right, in, in, if they hadn't said in, in quote, unquote, the heavens, mm-hmm. right, um, uh, the, uh, if they hadn't said about you be careful of Hanina, hmm. Uvataraso uh, and his Torah. Ooh. That's a very important little uh, coda there. Um, That's right. not just something special about the person, Hanina Bendosa. Right. It's because he's such a great sage and he learns Torah, which is a mitzvah, which is, you know.
0: Yes, it's Captain America and his mighty shield.
1: Correct. Right. <laughs> sure. Yes, Captain America and his mighty shield. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm just clarifying for our listeners.
1: Um, but what's interesting is why she says, why this, this... Uh, the shade says specifically be careful, mm-hmm. right? So what we know about shading, I'm going I'm to actually do, do this tangent for a minute. What we know about mitzvahs with regard to shading is that mitzvahs are protective mm-hmm. um, against shading. That's for most people. But yeah. somebody who's on the level of a Hanina Mendoza, mm-hmm. somebody who is so full of Torah and mitzvahs. <gasps> do can, mitzvahs go on the offense? Yeah.
0: Whoa, so, like a legit superpower? Like yeah. throwing the shield?
1: Yeah. If that's what you want to use as a metaphor. Oh,
0: that worked so well. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're going to throw the shield and we're going to hit pause. <laughs> and then we're going to continue this conversation about rabbinic superheroes and the shading that they conquer. Okay, all right. So we've had this very exciting, tension-filled encounter between, what's the name of the demon? Egress?
1: Uh, I, I think it should be Agras.
0: Agras, yeah. Is it Agrat? Yeah. Okay, Agrat and, <laughs> <laughs> and Bat Machlat. Bat Machlat. Oh, okay. So this is so we've talked about Machlat before too. The demon whose name is basically disease, right? Which kind of like you know labels you for life and sets you up for some great bullying. But um, okay. So <laughs> there's that, and um, so Agrat and um, Rabbi Chanina Bendosa, Correct. this adventurer of the Talmud. Okay, so they they have this encounter. Yes.
1: Yeah. And so she says to him, um, if they hadn't warned me in heaven about you, right, in the, in the heavens and in, in the other side of this reality, if they hadn't warned me about you and your Torah. Yeah.
0: What,
1: what, what she says, she says, saknasach, saknasach, right? Mm-hmm. I would have put you in danger. Mm. In other words, I'm afraid of you.
0: Ooh. Right. Yeah, your reputation precedes you. Correct.
1: Hmm. So he says, "Amar la, So he says to her, I If I'm really so important and special in Shemaim, <laughs> in 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 the heavens, yeah. If they really think I'm I matter in, in Shemaim, Gaz, ani alaich, and then I would, then I decree upon you, and you. Um, it, it's in the singular, but it seems to also imply all of the uh, these other 18,000 right, contingent, uh, yeah, all of her yeah. underlings or whatever., mm-hmm. um, um, I would decree upon you that you should never come out uh, and do what your destructive stuff, uh, ever, not mm-hmm. on any day. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So in other words, they co- the, it used to be that they do this every day. They met in Mendoza and and Agras says to him, is what she says? And he says, well, then you shouldn't be out here at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right? If I'm such a big deal, then like, okay, uh-huh.
1: And an interesting thing happens. Le, she says to him, please, I'm begging you, leave me a little bit of space. <laughs> so what she's saying is, oh. you are really important in right, heaven. Acknowledges... And you did just de- decree this on me, or you would, you ha- mm-hmm. have the power to decree this upon me and, and all my friends mm-hmm. right yeah so but go what, easy on me go easy on me right that would mm. that would that would be leaving me nothing right yeah so he doesn't render really interesting things so Shavakle, so he leaves her leh leh shavassais with leh she he leaves her the ability to, to come out and do her stuff not every night but on friday nights and on tuesday nights
0: Okay, so it reminds me a little bit like I have I have lots of reactions to this. It reminds me, first of all, a little bit of the uh, story of the uh, the achnai, the oven of achnai story, where you've got a you know a bunch of rabbis sitting together and arguing about the the uh, appropriateness of a particular oven for different uses and. Um, some rabbis argue one way and some rabbis argue the other way and eventually I'm I'm super condensing the story but eventually they they come to this position where it's sort of halfway in between and the walls of the Beit Midrash the walls of the house of the uh, house of study end up at an angle sort of demonstrating how it's it's in between these two extremes it seems like it's this is the you know two days of the week is sort of the equivalent of the walls leaning and not, you know, falling either way. Right? So there's like this, this balance that's that's struck. Um, so that's one thing that it remind me of. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, which may be entirely inappropriate, but it's something that came to mind. Um, and okay, so do we know what Adrat is doing? Is there any indication on the on the page about like what kind of trouble she and her minions are causing?
1: What kind of destruction does Adras yeah. Machlas cause. Right. Um, uh, I don't know. It doesn't say in the direct text of the Gemara, mm-hmm. but we know what her mother's, li- ma- what her mo- mother's name means. Right. Um, and agras uh, could mean a number of things, um, but uh, probably if I were going to take a guess, it's probably something in the realm of the family business.
0: Okay. You know, um, (laughs) right. Okay. um,
1: I'm not sure it matters totally. The point is some kind of destruction. You don't want to be around. Certainly not every night of the week. Right. Um, And uh, Haneda Bendosa believes enough in the vigilance and the uh, mitzvah, ability of the Jewish people that at least they can protect themselves two nights a week. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's curious. Why does he give in at all? Like, why would he not just say, sorry, babe, I'm not going to do that for you. You're just going to have to find somewhere else to party.
1: Right. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a really powerful question. And it comes up actually in the story about the destruction of the Second Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very difficult and, and detailed uh, understanding, but suffice it to say that um, th- th- there's a famous story about Kamtsa and Bar Kamtsa. I oh, encourage mm-hmm. our listeners to go and learn that story. Yeah, so
0: good. So relevant on so many levels to so many things. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: But the very, very, very end of that story involves um, a number of the rabbis discussing how to proceed uh, such that The least amount of destruction would occur right and um the uh there's one rabbi who does not um believe essentially he doesn't believe enough in the power of the jewish people to repent to to, to, and um uh, of their ways quickly enough and well enough and Mm -hmm. that ultimately causes the most destruction so Rabbi Hanina Vindosa may here be trying to say like no I do believe in the Jewish people and their ability to keep the mitzvahs in the Torah mm-hmm. enough to be protect themselves two two nights a week. It might be a way mm-hmm. to say like I, better you shouldn't be here at all is what he said. Right. But um but uh you know um
0: Yeah, I mean uh, well at, and I wonder
1: I am sorry just just one one last point. Yeah, yeah. Um I think it's especially important to note here that there are a lot of things going on that are just beyond my ability to know. I'm just not on that level, and there are things that, like Rabbi Hanin and Mendoza, he's he's a, he's a Tana. I mean, you you can't you know like it's you, it's 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 a ama- oh
0: for sure. Okay, so it goes. Like amazing what he knows are... that I don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so okay, all right, so fair enough. Um, but like I guess taking my obligatory sort of sociological angle on it, I wonder about the specifically like it's tuesday night and friday night yeah so why like what what's going on those nights that like maybe the jews shouldn't be wandering around in the dark
1: no those are are great questions um so friday nights as we know is shabbos Mm -hmm. um and uh tuesday nights seems kind of weird but yeah it feels
0: a little arbitrary
1: Uh, But it's actually not there are a lot of and I don't want to get too deep into it because it's not so related to shading necessarily, but um, there are a lot of Kabbalistic uh, things related to the Zodiac, you could say that um, where each night of the week has different forces, air quotes, forces Mm -hmm. um, uh, in play. And uh, uh, again, these are things that I don't entirely even close to understand myself, but. Uh, just to keep in mind that um, it's not random. This is yeah. something that Rabbi Chanan knows inside and outside, and is choosing them. They they are auspicious nights. So mm-hmm. in a way, they're giving the, um, the obviously the Friday night is a very holy night. It's the Jews are surrounded by. Uh, you know, we talked about an extra soul push. On that, that comes to the Jewish people who keep Shabbos, and then mm-hmm. also, um, uh, you know, Tuesday nights is also, I, I hesitate aren't to like say good weddings, luck. Aren't there yeah. a lot of
0: weddings that are held on Tuesday? Like, right, for the same day. reason, for yeah. the same
1: reason, because so it's like we, we the Jews have this extra little sort of wind at their backs so to speak mm-hmm. on those two nights it's like yes we're keeping to our mitzvahs but we also have the power of tuesday night and friday night with us and the we can power of and tuesday we can keep night. and we can keep the that
0: sounds like an 80s rock tune to be perfectly honest. i
1: thought i was gonna say i thought you were gonna say band yeah the, the power of tuesday night that's a cool rock band name but well, there's um,
0: that in the amy, amy man's group anyway what um but like okay so but tuesday is also the day like isn't that the latest that you can do havdalah too
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm tuesday i was uh, like
0: yeah but that has nothing to do with anything miriam why would you bring that up <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, th- I mean that's interesting first of all that he gives her that concession and says like yeah totally i'm gonna i'm gonna have mercy on you demon maybe or and and you know gives her those two nights a week and then it also that it happens to be those two nights is just just interesting to think about cool thanks alan <laughs> So I have to say we've had a lot of really great listener questions come in recently and comments and conversation. And it's super awesome at throwing shade on Twitter. If you have anything to say, Mm -hmm. we always read, we always respond. um, And we love you guys. You're the best. But we had a really um, interesting, powerful, probably inherently political question (laughs) come through from a, from a listener um, MCG who tweets as at Jewish burrito 92. Again, Fabulous handles here, guys. You're really Jewish rocking it. Nice. Um, <laughs> and um, Jewish Burrito asks us Are there any shading that specifically target women? And um, so I'm definitely curious. This is an unfortunately <laughs> timely question. And there are definitely shading that specifically target men, um, which is an interesting kind of thing. Like Lilith and the Lilene, right? All of that sort of ilk of the succubi um, is, is really about targeting men in specific ways. Um, but yeah, Alan, what, what do you have to say about, about gender specific targeting among demons?
1: Right. So, um, hmm. so first of all, let me just again, commend Jewish burrito. Uh, that's a great question. Um, and like you said, Miriam timely and, uh, but I, I just, I want to start off actually by apologizing if I gave the impression that Lilith targets only men, because Mm. the answer to Jewish Burrito's question happens to be yes. I mean, uh, unfortunately, like, you know, why is somebody looking whatever? Anyway, um, (laughs) um, yes, uh, of course, there are shadim that attack women specifically as well. Mm -hmm. Um, One of those shadim is Lilith, um. (laughs)
0: Oh, good. Yes. Um, (laughs) Yay.
1: um, So Lilith uh, has uh, um, a jealousy issue. Lilith um, Ah. uh, is maybe part of it. Mm -hmm. um, But Lilith is uh, one we still today uh, often uh, practice protection against during... um, uh, for, for small children, for babies, infants mm-hmm. in the crib, we put a red string that's protection. We put different um, psalms up on the walls and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it starts even earlier. It starts as soon, even as a woman during childbirth. Mm-hmm. Um, Lilith. Mm, yeah. Uh, there are many, many stories about Lilith attacking women during childbirth. Right. To try and prevent the babies from even coming into the world, let alone living mm. at all. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, that's one Um, another I think it should just be mentioned because we mentioned the timeliness that and this is for men and for women for the record um, that Shadeem generally have a consent problem (laughs) um That was um,
0: <laughs> the most diplomatic framing of that I've ever heard. Yes, um, they have a consent problem. It's true. They are. They are, are, consent they are shady. challenged Yes.
1: yes. challenged. Well, I don't know what. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, you no, know no, what we're I mean. Running, we're running with it. You know it. what I mean. Yes. Um, but I also want to mention on a different note, um, something because we're talking about women specifically, uh, menstruation is often... In Jewish texts, most often I would say is looked at as uh, with intrigue. I would I would put it. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: By the men who wrote the Talmud. Yes.
1: Um, well, okay. The, when it's not, when so like in Kabbalistic circles, and you can understand this, it's it's looked at as very negative, mm-hmm. and all contact with menstrual blood or women who are menstruating should be avoided, yeah, according to yeah. the Kabbalists. Yeah, no, it's super icky. Um, yeah, keep going. Okay. Um, <laughs> is it making you uncomfortable?
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm being... Okay, getting um, into the heads of the authors. Of... Anyway, go ahead, yes.
1: But um, the men who wrote the Talmud. Um, also, by the way... Um, what was that? Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please continue.
1: Um, we're, we'll
0: discuss this later. Also...
1: <laughs> Um, so there's a pasuk in the Torah mm-hmm. where um, Sarah, Sara um, yeah, uh, it's a famous pasuk. She says, you know, she she just she learns that she's about to have a baby at a very elderly age, mm-hmm. um, uh, and uh, the pasuk says, "Vatitzchak mm-hmm. Sarah um, which is translated as, "And she left to herself," mm-hmm. but the word Bikirba Um, according to the medrash is a um it can also be understood as according to the medrash understands it as uh to herself is like within herself with like inside her Mm. basically what she's laughing at as in a delighted way is that she's just got her period and um and even at this very old age and she she calls it a delight um so right so um Um,
0: This is not at all what I expected to be talking about, (laughs) but this is fascinating. But the reason I bring it up
1: is because it's a positive thing. Right. uh, It's a sign that a woman is able to give birth. And as a result, many women throughout, Jewish women throughout history, um, when they get their first periods as, you know, as pubescent women, Mm -hmm. um, when their mothers or uh, grandmothers or, or some other Older woman finds out about it, mm-hmm. they get a slap in the face. It's yeah, the common thing. Yes, I've um, heard
0: about this. Why?
1: <laughs> well, it's to protect against another shade <gasps> called the Ayanhara, which is a podcast oh, all unto yes. itself.
0: We've mentioned the Ayanhara, our yes. old buddy, the Ayanhara two two two. Yeah,
1: right. So the Ayanhara, um, if something good is said or happens or whatever. Right um the Har- it's a sign it's it's like a it's like a trigger for the Ayan horror to come and attack
0: right. the Ihar is the evil eye is the oh the, yeah, the sort of basic translation of that, and um as we've mentioned before, it's the sometimes depicted as a blue eye in the the center of a hand mm-hmm. then you know and says which yeah,
1: okay, yeah, um or that's also the Ayan Taiva, which is a different thing, but um right, um, but yeah, and so. Essentially, uh, it's acknowledged you now have this un- incredible power, young woman. Right. Um, and it's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, we are going to confuse the heck out of the evil eye. And, <laughs> and you know. Um, Jeez. Um, and so, and yeah. All so.
0: the responsibility lies on the women, doesn't it? You know, it always comes back to. <laughs>
1: are you saying that the, it's the women's responsibility, like the older women's responsibility to slap the young woman (laughs) (laughs) because
0: no but it's okay that's okay so that's fascinating so we've got Lilith with her jealousy issues and attacking babies and women in childbirth and um, we've got the Ayan and there may be other examples, but um, Jewish Burrito, fabulous question. Yeah, in, women, CG. in case
1: you weren't being attacked enough, now you got shady to worry about.
0: God, <laughs> it's just, oh, okay. <laughs> can't, I can't deal with this anymore. Um, great. So now we know. And <laughs> yet, you know, uh, so we won't walk around in the dark on Tuesday night or Friday night. Or Sunday or Monday or Wednesday or Thursday, and so um it'll be and so everything will be great. Um, thank you for your question, um, MCG Jewish burrito ninety two, which is maybe the year that you were born, which makes me feel super old. Um, but uh, thank you. If you have questions for us, other listeners, please shoot them our way on Twitter. We'll be happy to tackle them as best we can in a subsequent episode. Okay, everybody, that brings us to the end of our time today. We ran a little bit over, but heck, we haven't been surprise. here for... Yeah, surprise. But we also haven't done this in a couple of weeks, so it's so good to be back. So good to be having these conversations with you again. Um, for our action item this week, we'll keep it short and sweet. I mean, we talked about Agrat or Agras, this, this demon who gets to hang out and cause trouble on Tuesday and Friday nights, and she's um, taken her... 18,000 denizens with her to (laughs) go and do that, um, with the blessing of Rabbi Hanina Bendosa. And I think she realizes, um, the, the power that we have in numbers. She doesn't want to do Mm. that alone and, um, Mm. neither should we, if there's something we want to accomplish. (laughs) If there's something that preferably not destruction Preferably not destruction, but our job is to go out and do mitzvahs and do the good stuff that can be both defensive and offensive. Um so gather yourselves together if there's something that you believe in. Um bring together your eighteen thousand closest friends and make it happen. Raise your voice, get loud and don't take no for an answer. Um It's more important than ever. So that's my action item for everybody. Um, Alan, anything else to close on? No? (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Alan's (laughs) like, I probably shouldn't talk right now. (laughs) Um, Cool. All right. Excellent. Everybody, um, thank you for listening. This has been Throwing Shade, Better Living Through Jewish Demonology. We will catch you all.